Hello and welcome to today's VJ Hemonk podcast. We are a global open access video journal bringing you the latest in hematological oncology. In today's podcast, you will hear from leading experts who share some insights into the sequencing of bispecific antibodies and CAR T cells in multiple myeloma. First, Salomon Manier discusses mechanisms of resistance to immunotherapies and further highlights factors to consider when sequencing these agents based on data from recent clinical trials. We have interesting data to, to discuss this sequence of immunotherapy. The first thing is that it's, it's becoming more and more important in clinical practice because we now have access uh, to different uh, immunotherapies uh, with approval or early access program in different CAR T cells and bispecific antibodies and different targets as well. Um, so the first thing we, we discuss is the mechanism of efficacy and, and resistance of those uh, agents uh, with the loss of antigen first. Uh, we know that it's not very frequent with BCMA, but there are some reports of biallelic loss of uh, BCMA. With GPRC5D, we have some information on the uh, CAR T cells targeting GPRC5D. Um, and in this uh, clinical trials, just few patients, but they observed two-thirds of the patients who lost the expression of GPRC5D uh, after exposure to the CAR T cell and Natrilab. So means that probably there is more loss of GPRC5D than we see loss of uh, BCMA. Second point is the T-cell exhaustion. Of course, the, the T-cell fitness matter for those uh, immunotherapies. We know basically that the a higher proportion of memory phenotype T-cells and the lower uh, proportion of exhausted T-cells is a favorable uh, situation for uh, both CAR T-cells and bispecific antibodies. Some data that we start to have is perhaps the continuous uh, administration of bispecific antibodies can induce some exhaustion of the T-cells. Uh, so this is important when we uh, consider sequencing those immunotherapies. Um, and then now we have some clinical evidence. So basically to, to, to summarize uh, the clinical evidence we have from uh, Majestec 1 with teclistamab, from Monumental 1 with talquetamab is that bispecific antibodies after uh, CAR T cells, for example, or ADC works well. Um, in the talquetamab uh, Monumental 1 uh, clinical trial, they had some patients coming off bispecific antibody receiving talquetamab and it seems that the uh, efficacy is lower. So perhaps sequencing of bispecific after bispecific will need some washout time, for example. Uh, and at the opposite, the um, sequencing of CAR T cells after uh, ADC or bispecific antibody, here we, it seems that the, the, it does affect the efficacy a little bit more. So today what we understand of the sequencing of those immunotherapies is that probably giving CAR T cell first uh, would be a better uh, option and then going to bispecific antibodies. Of course, there are a lot of questions and it's only uh, you know, a small uh, amount of data that we have, so we need to study this more. Um, but the washout time will be something probably important. And I think the message is that we need to develop tools, uh, simple tools uh, to assess the T cell function in clinical practice uh, easily that will drive actually the decision of this uh, sequencing of immunotherapies. Next, Surbi Sidana and Herman Einzel share their thoughts on how to best sequence bispecifics and CAR T cells and highlight unanswered questions in this space.
The sequencing of bytes, I think, is a very uh, important but challenging question right now. Do you do CAR-T first? Do you do bispecific first? If so, which bispecifics do you go for? My personal uh, viewpoint on this based on some emerging data, there is sparse data, but the emerging data suggests that doing CAR-T first is better because bispecifics still retain a lot of efficacy after CAR-T because we saw with uh, you know, the Majestic study cohort C, 50% response rate after prior BCMA exposure. The other way around, cohort C of uh, CAR-T-Tube 2 study, the response rate went from 97% to 60% in prior BCMA treated, including prior bispecific treated. We also saw similar data in the US multiple myeloma CAR-T consortium. Prior bispecific going to CAR-T, you know, the outcomes aren't so great. So I prefer to do CAR-T first, if we can get patients CAR-T timely, and then do bispecifics. If we can't wait, we have to get them a bispecific. Now, if they've already gotten a BCMA by specific, it would make sense if in the future we have approval with telquetamab, which is a GPRC5D by specific to switch it. But we don't really have any data on which one to use. I think there are pros and cons. There's less infection signal with telquetamab, but it has more GI toxicity and dysgeusia. You know, there's more infection signal with teclistamab, but there is no GI toxicity and dysgeusia. So I think it's a balance between different type of side effects and it'll have to be a conversation with patients. At the moment, um, all data uh, speak in favor of using CAR T cell therapy first and then switch to bispecific antibodies because we have data that pretreatment with bispecifics is interfering with the efficacy of CAR T cells. In contrast, CAR T cell pretreatment treatment only has a limited effect on the efficacy of bispecific antibodies. So I think at the moment it's CAR T cell first, then bispecifics. And the question is whether we have to change the target of the bispecific after the CAR T cell. And this is, I think, a, a question that is not resolved at the moment. Bispecific antibodies are clearly an off-the-shelf treatment. So several studies are using bispecific in first line, second line, third line therapy. And as with CAR T cells, we see bispecifics moving to earlier lines of therapy as a kind of a consolidation or a, a limited maintenance therapy for patients following stem cell transplantation. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VJHemonk and subscribe to VJHemonk Podcasts on Spotify, Apple and Podbean. Until next time.